You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now locked and loaded for daily fantasy glory. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com, begins now. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata, and by the end of this episode, we will have built the people's lineup for Week 6, and my man, the Tony Sincata, what a tournament are we going to enter that in? Are we looking good to get the people some money? Yeah, you know what? It's funny. I was just looking over uh, the offerings and see where we could go this week and see if we can uh, parlay in, into a winning streak uh, here as uh, we, we win a lot. We're going to go with uh, uh, we're gonna go with this. Jeez, I was going to get in a single-entry tournament, but I already, we're going the eight, eight, $8. It's the NFL post-patent, and first prize is $50,000. Okay, sounds good. Maybe we'll run that post-patent against the New York Giants because they don't have DRC. We're going to be putting it together. We're going to also get Tony Sincata's lineup. We're going to get my lineup as well. Tony, I feel really, really good because – all but one of the players in my lineup are at least in your polls, so that makes me uh, feel like they are uh, good, viable options. I want to ask you this because we also saw Thursday Night Football last night. Tony, is, uh, is Zach Ertz the best tight end in football going forward? Yeah, he looks like it to me. It's hard to argue Travis Kelsey has been that consistent and that good as well in that passing game, and he gets more yardage. Uh, but Zach Ertz, when they get down the end zone, that's Carson Wentz's man. So it's hard to argue. I think those guys are one and two. And last night was good night for me. I only played two guys in that game. I played Carson. Uh, I went with. I didn't go with Carson Wentz, and he came up. Even though the three touchdowns, the two twenty-two is going to be short. I think to be a top fantasy option this week. But I went with Zach Ertz, and I used Nelson Aguilar, and of course he had a big touchdown last night. Nice. I remember. Tony, you were talking about how you were going to take these Eagles pass catchers that were not named Alshon Jeffrey, and I think that probably worked out well from you. I think there are a lot of other teams in the NFL where that could be a viable strategy as well. As we start going through our list, we might talk about teams like that. And I also got to ask you, Tony, is this the end of the viability of Jonathan Stewart as a running back? I mean, he's just not getting it done. Also, completely bobbled the ball that turned into an interception for Cam. You saw Christian McC- Caffrey with another like 10 catches is this offense moving away from Jonathan Stewart and should it yeah it should and you think that there would be now an alarm now that they have two losses maybe they were you know biding time Christian McCaffrey's a smaller guy trying to keep him healthy and so you can limit the number of touches early in the season I think they got to do something they got to go the other way Jonathan Stewart man he can't even get two yards of carry it's absolutely abysmal we're going to give a lot of picks tonight, but there's one thing. You've got to tune in Sunday morning because this Houston game versus Cleveland, there's a lot of injuries on the defensive side for both teams mm-hmm. that could sway a lot of predictions. So Sunday morning, make sure you tune in the 10 o'clock hour. Uh, last time we had a Sunday morning show, Tyler Croft is the guy I gave only on the Sunday show. So make sure you tune in this Sunday. Absolutely. Getting that exclusive content from the Tony Zincata on Lineup Lock Live. I'll be asking him questions then. I'm going to ask him some questions now. And we'll see what the people say on the poll at the Tony Zincata. We're building the people's lineup for week six. When we come back, it's Lineup Lock Live. Dane Martinez and Tony Zincata on a football Friday. Let's get this money, baby. Let's go. 
friends? If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the DraftKings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Welcome back. It is Lineup Lock Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and the Tony Sincata. Tony, we got a lot to get to for us to build this entire lineup. And as you know, sometimes the people have eyes bigger than their wallet. So we got to see if we could fit it into the budget right now. Let's get it started at the quarterback position, our options. And and let's let people know, Tony, we, we talked about quarterbacks on Tuesday of this week. And we had some high-priced, some mid-priced, and some low-priced options. If you want to hear us go a little bit deeper on the quarterback position, you can go anywhere you get your podcast. You can go on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, and you can get the episodes all this week. We talk quarterbacks on Tuesday, running backs on Wednesday, pass catchers on Thursday. So right here for the people, Tony, we have Drew Brees at 7,300, Deshaun Watson at 6,700, Kirk Cousins at 6,800, and Aaron Rodgers at 73. Tony, the love has gone crazy for Deshaun Watson. The people had them as his quarterback the week they cashed, but I mean... I, I've literally on Twitter, I have people telling me, asking me, should I go with Deshaun Watson or Tom Brady in season long rest of the year? Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers? It's getting a little bit carried away, Tone. It is getting carried away. And I think that when I look at this group, to me, I think that Drew Brees is the safest option in a game indoors coming off a of bye. I really like Drew Brees a, a ton in this game, but. The more and more I see this injury report with the Cleveland Browns, they, they could possibly be missing a cornerback. They were already mm-hmm. one of the top teams to let up points at quarterback. I get it. I can understand it. So I don't hold anyone going against Deshaun Watson. But for me, I'll take the guy only $600 more, Drew Brees. Drew Brees is going to throw the ball. We know he's going to throw the ball 35 to 40 times against this uh, Detroit Lions team. Uh, His last game, he had 41 passes. He had 45 in week two. He had 37 in week one. Only against Carolina did he have 29, which they uh, handled Carolina pretty easily. I'm going to go down there. But more and more, we look at Deshaun Watson. It's hard not to argue there. But I think he's going to be heavily owned. So uh, anytime I can use... Drew Brees as the contrarian option, I'll take that. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with you. If our poll is any indication, Deshaun Watson is going to be heavily owned this Sunday. Right now, 40% of the people in our poll do, in fact, want the rookie quarterback, Deshaun Watson. Hey, Tony, our lineups look similar so far. I am also on Drew Brees. You have taught me that you pay for stability and certainty, and there's, like, death taxes and Drew Brees in the dome. Give me also that he's coming off a bye 
guy. Give me also the highest point total on the board. I'm with you. I like yeah. Drew Brees at 7,300. Let's go down to running back right now. And I'm intrigued, um, Tony, because, you know, if we both have Drew Brees in our lineup, where is the sack coming from? Might it come from somewhere in here? Let's look at our RB1 polls, our options right now. Mark Ingram at 4,400. Kareem Hunt at 82. Alvin Kamara at 4,200. And Jarek McKinnon at 4,100. A lot of varied price plays right here. The question I want to ask you is, I had both of these Saints in my lineup at one point or another. I now believe that everyone is going to be on Kamara. So I'm on Ingram, Tony. I'm on Ingram, too. And, and I went back and forth, and I don't think either is a bad play for people out there. And the folks at Daily Roto actually have uh, Mark Ingram as the number one back in fantasy football this week based on value. And where that comes in and where you get the differential between these two is the big variance in football is that six points for a touchdown. Right. And when you look at that, Mark Ingram's going to get that opportunity. So Mark Ingram also can catch the ball in the passing game. He's not a guy that's void of playing on third down. They've used him on third down. In fact, there's times when Kamara's been in on first and second down, and Ingram's come in on third down. So if you take all that into account, that's why Ingram comes up better. But what we're saying here by having both these guys in the poll is we love the Saints running back position against Detroit this weekend in that contest with a game with the highest total. Yeah, absolutely. You look at the totals, you look at the defense, and you look at, you know, the trade the Saints made, moving Adrian Peterson, clearing the way for what many people think is Kamara, but do not forget about Mark Ingram. Although, Tony, you mentioned that Mark Ingram could get some goal line carries, but I always tell you, Sean Payton hates Mark Ingram in fantasy for some reason. Maybe, he's, you know, he wants to punish him for some reason. Let me ask you about Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt at 8,200. This is a guy who is, at, you know, accidentally getting a Hundred yards a game. It seems like Andy Reid being very creative in the running game, and they face Pittsburgh, who just gave up a ton to Leonard Fournette last week. You think that Pittsburgh continues to be leaky in run defense? Yeah, I do. And even in, even in tough matchups, this guy's getting a hundred yards, right? And then mm -hmm. Travis Kelsey looks like he's going to play now. He's practiced the last two days, right. so he's going to play, and that's going to help the offense. But we're going to get down to the goal line, and they're going to score points. I think there's going to be scoring in this game. I think Pittsburgh's going to score against them as well. So I, I like Kareem Hunt to get in the end zone. Plus, he's going to get the 100 yards rushing. He gets the ball in the passing game. We did see some Chicondrick West last week involved in the passing game there. He's just a safe, safe, very safe play in a team that – you know, is scoring 30 points week to week. It's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I like what they're doing down there in KC, the last undefeated team. Maybe a little bit of a revenge factor for them, for the Steelers going in there and beating them in the playoffs last year as well. Last on this poll right now with only 14% support is Jarek McKinnon. But I got to tell you something, Tony. I think he's going to get opportunities in the passing game. And the news that came down today that it looks like my man Stefan, can you digs it, is not going to go this week means that I like Jarek McKinnon even more. The only reason I don't have McKinnon is because I have a different Viking in my lineup that we'll talk about, and I just didn't want to go too hard on the people purple eaters, but McKinnon's got to get a lot of opportunity too, no? Yeah, I'm not a big McKinnon fan, right, uh, either, but here's where I think that he definitely is in play this week. You talked about Stefan Diggs. Mm -hmm. uh, they're playing the Green Bay Packers. They're going to throw the ball, and he catches the ball out of the backfield. He was targeted six times in that game last week. And a lot of that was after 
Uh, we saw the change of quarterback. So I think Case Keenum is going to throw the ball to Jarek McKinnon. And we talk about it all the time with some of these backs. When you get four, seven catches, that's equal to a touchdown. So if it gets you 50, 60 yards plus the, t- plus the six catches, all of a sudden we are at 12, 14 points. If he gets in the end zone like he did last week, we get a monster game. We end up with 26 points. We only paid 4000 So I think he's definitely viable. I don't like him in the running game against Green Bay. Green Bay's middle of the pack against um, running backs. But i got to tell you, he's going to catch the ball. So he's definitely worthy of consideration in lineups this week. Yeah, listen, and this is something that we've been talking about for a few weeks, Tony, here on Lineup Lock Live as we build the people's lineup, especially when you have the PPR format over at DraftKings. Listen, number one option of any fantasy endeavor is to know the settings, right? And at DraftKings, with these PPR backs, remember the other week we were giving out guys like Duke Johnson, Andre Ellington, and these are guys that we think are going to get a heavy dose of uh, targets, people like Theo Riddick, James White, and other times. I mean, this could be a little bit of a cheat code before the algorithm picks up. Going PPR back is always a way to save a little bit of money, right, Tone? Yeah, save a little money. Guys like Ellington, I mean, getting 14 targets there. You can't ignore those facts. And when you see the price tag at 4000 uh, you got to jump on them there. So it's a real interesting contrast to when you pay up for Kareem Hunt, who's a guy that's mm-hmm. a 100-yard rusher, and you need to get in the end zone to make that pay off. Yeah, absolutely. Tony, I think we're going to run into a budgetary problem right off the bat, you know, because if I look at our next round of running backs, these guys, we're getting a little bit of support for some 5,000 running backs, some 6,000 running backs, but the people, 37% of them are going with Devontae Freeman at 7,400. You couple that with the 36% that are going with Kareem Hunt. We're now spending 15,600 on our two running backs, and Tony, I think there's a lot of good options cheaper. Um, so if the people uh, spend a little bit too much, we got to keep this note that we may have to only take one of Hunt or Freeman, and we got to get one of these, uh, maybe one of these Saints in our lineup, huh? Yeah, you look at uh, the situation with Devonta Freeman in that game uh, against Miami. I think it's all going to be dependent on how many points Miami puts up. They haven't done anything offensively, so I think where people are looking at is Devonta Freeman in the game script them running the ball and going at him. Plus, you have the injuries to the wide receivers. Uh, Muhammad Sanu is out of this contest. Uh, Julio Jones, we don't know one play to the next what's going on with him. So I think a lot of people are looking at Devonta Freeman and Tevin Coleman here to pick things up. Fair enough. And as I tell you guys, remember, I'm talking about these polls that we have on Twitter at the Tony Sincata, at Spittin' Speeds, at Fantasy Radio, FNTSY, as we build the people's lineup for week six. Tony, when we talk about game script, you got a different running back on the poll here that I actually think is going to be the game flow genius of week six. And I'm telling you, I'm thinking about going up on Sunday night because there are some people who think that the Giants may not score any points this week. And remember, I'm reminded of the fact that the Jacksonville Jaguars did not throw the ball in the second half at all last week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think we could see that in the Mile High City on Sunday Night Football as well. We'll dive in a little bit deeper on who I'm talking about when we come back. It's Lineup Lock Live. We're presented by DailyRoto.com right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We'll give you our lineups and we're going to build the people's lineup for week six too. Come on right back with talking wide receivers as well.
Hey, I'm Melissa. And I'm Jill. And we're the interns. The Fancy Sports Radio Network and DKMS want to send you to Minnesota this February. All you have to do is play our big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS. Starting next week, answer four questions right, and you're heading to the big game. Tune in to find out when the contest will be running. So what are you waiting for? Play the big game trivia challenge sponsored by DKMS, only on the Fancy Sports Radio Network. Back to uh, Lineup Lock Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's Dave Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're going to give you our lineups that cash week in, week out. We're going to go week six lineups. We're also building the people's lineup. It's going into the $8 post pattern on DraftKings. Tony, I was talking about CJ Anderson before we went to break, and I don't see why he doesn't get a little bit more support at only 6,600. I think they're going to be grinding the clock out in the second half. He might get a ton of carries this Sunday, huh? Yeah, I think so. I think he's definitely in line to uh, be a guy to consider. I think what happens there is, and this is just trying to uh, surmise what the people are thinking, is that they look at these seven thousand, eight thousand dollar backs, and they look at the four thousand, and CJ Anna gets stuck in the, in middle. the middle. I think there's another. Yeah, I think there's another good option. Like I really, uh, he's not in the poll because he's playing Monday night. Um, Demarco Murray right. uh, against in that game against Indianapolis. He's only at fifty two hundred. I think if he was in the poll. He wouldn't be uh, a guy that was up over, you know, 20% either because a lot of times I think when the guys get stuck in the middle, uh, people are looking for either a cheap guy or looking for an expensive guy, and that's how they go out. Like, nobody wants the Honda Elantra. Yeah, well, listen, I've actually, Tony, last time I was down in Florida, your stomping grounds, I think a Hyundai Elantra was, in fact, my rental car, and it did, uh, it did, it did good by me. So I got no beef with the Hyundai Elantra. Let me ask you about one guy who I have in my lineup. He's more of an expensive guy. We touched on him briefly. I've got the Gurleyman, Todd Gurley, in my lineup as well. As you know, the Jacksonville Jaguars have been great against the pass, you know, getting that pressure and their corners Jalen Ramsey AJ Bouye but 31st in the league right now against the run and I thought everyone thought that's how Pittsburgh was going to try to play them last week with Le'Veon Bell but it wasn't I think Sean McVay you know doesn't go to Watkins doesn't go to Woods and they try to go to Gurley even out of the backfield so I think he gets some targets I thought I like him as my RB1 this week yeah, I'm on the fence on Gurley as far as being a top four guy. I think he's definitely worth playing because of everything you had mentioned there. I don't think the Rams are going to screw this up and uh, not get him the ball. I think it's going to be a very low-scoring game, though. So that's why he's not in the poll with the other running backs. I really think we're going to see both defenses show up. A lot of people like – you could look at the other back, Leonard Fournette, against the Rams who's trying to go against the run as well. But I think both defenses are better against the run than what they've shown. And I, I look for them to step up. But Todd Gurley, to me, is a safer option than Leonard Fournette. Because Leonard Fournette, you're banking on him getting in the end zone. I don't have to worry about that with Todd Gurley. Because Todd Gurley is going to catch five or six passes. So to me, he's the better play out of those two. But both of those backs uh, in play, 
and I just saw a little more opportunity in games with higher totals. Fair enough, fair enough. Listen, I'm just trying to throw out the opinions. We'll see what people want to do when, when they take our own information, when they also play their own guts. That is the beauty of Daily Fantasy. Tony, let's go on over to the wide receivers right now. I am intrigued by this poll, okay? At our wideout one, you had a range of options at different price points. Mike Thomas at 7,300, the D-Hop DeAndre Hopkins at 8,100, Adam Thielen at 6,000, and then Tyler Gabriel. If you need somebody that is cheap this week with no Mohamed Sanu and with Julio Jones banged up, maybe Tyler Gabriel is the beneficiary. He is 4,600 in Atlanta. I want to ask you first, Tony, I caught the end of On Target Fantasy with Jake Seeley, Joey P, and you were talking about DeAndre Hopkins as, in essence, like your cornerstone play, your number one play there at wide receiver. He is still second in the NFL in targets. Deshaun Watson has been going absolutely crazy. You're not concerned by Will Fuller and his two touchdown games every all the time. You still think there's enough to eat for DeAndre Hopkins? Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, here's the thing with Will Fuller. He's the guy that's got open and one-on-one coverage right. and, and making those plays and making them count. I don't think that is sustainable. Uh, I heard today, though, um, Gabe Morency today on Game Time Decisions, if you guys checked it out. Um, if not, it's on demand. You guys can go and get Gabe's picks. He talked about his DraftKings lineup. He's using Deshaun Watson, Hopkins, and Fuller. And he's oh, basically wow. going to take the offense against that Cleveland defense is what he's thinking there. You look at last game, he still had 12 targets despite uh, Will Fuller getting those numbers. Game four, 12 targets mm-hmm. there. He had 13 in week two. So I'm going there. But here's the one thing I'm going to do. I am going to go cheaper at running back than the people are going. Right. And I'm going to use the Mark Ingrams. I'll use the DeMarco Murrays. I'll use Duke Johnson. And what I'll do is I'm going to use Hopkins and I'm going to use Mike Thomas. I love Thomas in that game there. Yep. And I'm going to go with two high-priced wide receivers this week. I like and that. actually, I lied to you. I used three guys in this group. And then I'm also going to use Tyler Gabriel really? at the $4,600 in that contest there. So in this first group, I ranked them in order based on how they're going to pay off, mm-hmm. even with the salary, and three of the guys I can fit in my lineup. Well, Tony, I mean, I'm feeling good because I also am using two of the people in this poll in my lineup. I'm using Mike Thomas because, obviously, I got Drew Brees as my quarterback, so I'm stacking him with Mike Thomas. And when I heard that news about Stefan Diggs, I ran and put Adam Thielen in my lineup as well. I think he's going to get over 10 targets. My third wide receiver is uh, chilling in our next poll though, Tony, so I feel good about that one as well. Right now, though, 50% of the people want DeAndre Hopkins as their wideout one. So, Tony, let's catch you up because I think we have some budgetary concerns. So far, the people have Deshaun Watson as their quarterback. At running back, they're going expensive. They're going with Kareem Hunt and Devontae Freeman. I think that could be a place we adjust if we need to later on, Tone. And they are stacking, you know, the legitimate vote is stacking Deshaun Sean Watson with DeAndre Hopkins at 8,100 as their wide receiver one. Let's look at wide receiver two, Tony. We got Jarvis Landry at 6,600, Pierre Garçon at 6,300, Roger Lewis, also known as the last giant standing at 3,800, <laughs> and then Devontae Adams at 5,700. Hey, Tony, the fact that we are getting news that Devontae Parker is likely not going to play for Miami this week, what does that do in your opinion? 
into the stock of Jarvis Landry. I would think that it would improve it, but I want no part of Jay Cutler on the road. This is the hard part, right? But the thing is, if you look at what Jarvis Landry's doing with bad Jay Cutler, right? Bad Jay Cutler is he's getting 10 targets in the last game. He had 44 yards in that one, but he got a touchdown. He had um, seven targets, 40 yards, no touchdown, so he got 10 fantasy points. He had 11 targets, 48 yards, no touchdown, 10 fantasy points. He had 15 targets in week two and no touchdowns, but he got 20 fantasy points. He has a shot, but they got to get in the end zone. They don't score enough. So I, I'm, his price is now 6600 bucks. I'm off Jarvis Landry because of that. Yeah, fair enough. I do not have Jarvis Landry in my lineup as well. I I just I can't bring myself to support these Dolphins. Their offense has looked putrid. No Devontae Parker. I, I need to see something in them. I wouldn't be surprised if Matt Moore gets some snaps in the second half of this game, if you want to know the truth. It might help. It might. It might. It absolutely might. The guy I was talking about, Tony, that I have in my lineup is Pierre Garçon at 6,300. I like what he did against Indian. Indianapolis last week getting those targets. Remember, he was a former Colt. He was also a former member of the Washington football team. He and Kyle Shanahan returned to our nation's capital. You got to think they know a little bit about how to scheme against that defense. I like Pierre Garçon over the middle of the field. I think he's going to get a lot of work on Sunday. And Tony, remember, we both thought this game had backdoor cover potential. And with that narrative, I like Pierre Garçon even more. Yeah, I think he's a good play at $6,300. He gets double-digit targeted there. I think that they have the opportunity, even if they don't play well, they don't cover, right? That means they're going to throw the ball more. So Pierre Garçon's the guy there. So, yeah, I like him in this poll. Um, I think the the public is absolutely right the way that we went about this poll. I think that Devontae Adams is the guy, but it's close with him and Pierre Garçon to me. He's $600 less, Devontae Adams. That's why people go there. Now, I got questions about Adams. I think when we looked last week, right, we saw Jordy Nelson miss the second half. We saw Randall Cobb take a big hit, and he sort of disappeared from Mm -hmm. that game. And Devontae Adams became the guy there. Well, Jordy Nelson's going to come back. He's going to play this week, but he's not 100%. Randall Cobb's one week to the next. You never know who's going to get there. So Devontae Adams looks like the guy. But every week it's someone different, and they get such a good quarterback. There is risk associated. But at 5,700, the payoff could be huge. It could be, Tony, but I also I also have questions about, you know, who on any given week in Green Bay is going to be that guy that catches two touchdowns. You know, you talk about how banged up Cobb and Nelson are. Don't forget, Devontae Adams is only a week removed from getting his mouthpiece popped out and we thinking that he was going to die on the field on Thursday night football. I mean, I don't know about Devontae Adams either. It seems like every week there's a different Packer wide receiver that's out and misses the game. We think the same about Ty Montgomery. Will he make it throughout this whole game? I think this is one of those offenses where you take the aggregate instead of trying to figure out on any given week who will be the apple of Aaron Rodgers' eye. Tony, real quick, let me ask you about a wide receiver that is not on the poll, 
but is someone who you have used as a cornerstone play before, and they are facing what could be the worst defense and secondary in football. I'm talking about Keenan Allen facing the Oakland Raiders. What do you think about Keenan Allen this week? I know you like yeah. the targets as long as he's healthy, and he's going up against Oakland. Is it is it all the soot and grime and wildfire smoke that you're worried about? <laughs> you know what? I didn't even consider that. No, but it's close. It's close. We got other problems out there in Oakland. Too many, I mean, too many wide receivers in San Diego. That's the only okay. thing I'm worried about. I mean, you look, look, Ty Williams is a guy that got it together one game, right, and he put it together. But there's too many and receivers in Green Bay also. Oh, well, in Green Bay, there's only three of them, right? Well, all there's also now, Montgomery and Bennett. Well, Montgomery, we don't know who's going to play. Martellus Bennett is there. But here's the thing. They, all those wide receivers is the killer to me. That's why the only reason he's not there in the high price tag. All right. Look at it. Fair enough. Fair enough. We got other wide receivers to talk about as well when we come back. It's Lineup Lock Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Hello, friends. If you want to win at Fantasy Sports, wouldn't you listen to people who have already won at Fantasy Sports? I'm here to tell you about DailyRoto.com. Don't be intimidated by the Draft Kings and FanDuel Sharks, even the Fantasy Draft Sharks. The guys at DailyRoto.com have not only won a million dollars amongst one of the writers, but they've created three others. That's four people who have won millionaire contests from this content alone. Don't be fooled by screenshots talking about $25,000 winners from other places. Go to DailyRoto.com where they have a proven track record of creating millionaires. DailyRoto.com. Tell them Greg Sussman sent you. Nobody is as fresh and as clean as Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're back here on Lineup Lock Live, presented by DailyRoto.com, right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Tony, we got to dive into this wide receiver three group as we build the people's lineup for week six. Stay tuned. At the end of the show, Tony's going to reveal his DraftKings lineup. I'm going to give you my FanDuel lineup, help you win a little bit of cash as we go into week six. I finally think, uh, Tony, the people are going to save some money here as we pick our wide receiver three the options are Manny Sanders at 6100 Antonio Brown at 9300 Jameson Crowder at 4000 and Amari Cooper at 5000 the people are saving some money here and picking Jameson Crowder at 4000 I heard you uh last hour Tony you think they might try to get Jameson Crowder back involved in the offense assuming he's back and healthy right yeah, so basically, uh, they they actually discussed that this week. Uh, uh, Coach Gruden says, "Hey, we got to get him more involved in the offense." He's had a week off with the bye. I think he has the week off uh, with, with Jordan Reed is the guy that didn't get in uh, healthy. According to Jordan Reed, now I'm looking at the situation with Jamison Crowder. I think they got to find him to get the ball. He's going to have a good opportunity in this matchup. I think that price is so low; it's crazy not to put him in your lineup against a team that's 25th giving up points to the wide receiver. Yeah, absolutely. I like that if you need to spend a little bit of money. I, You know, another bargain in this poll, I guess, is Amari Cooper at 5000 But I need reasons to have him in my lineup, Tony. I guess the fact that Carr is back is potentially a reason. But, I, I, I mean, at some point, you got to hop off this guy, whether it's the drops, whether it's a mental thing, or like I said, whether it's the burning ash out there in the Bay Area. Give me a reason to put Amari Cooper in my lineup, Tony. Week one, he had uh, 13 targets, five catches, 17 fantasy points, right? Look at that, 17 fantasy points. And knowing that week one, 
His price was eighty. Week two, his price was eighty one hundred dollars. He's down to five thousand dollars. Yeah. Every once in a while, you got a price enforced, knowing a guy has that much talent. And in this matchup against a secondary that's not great, he is certainly relevant. I don't. He's only has thirteen catches. He had five the first week. He only has thirteen now. But again. You heard Jack Del Rio talk about this, saying the guy was wide open last week mm-hmm. and they didn't get on the ball. And Gabe Morency actually put out, you know what, he's still got to catch the ball. <laughs> exactly, the drops are out of control. Yeah, so he's got to catch the ball. there. So it gives you an opportunity to know that it's a play with upside. I think that a lot of times what we do when we play daily fantasy or season-long fantasy is we spend too much time talking about upside. Because you go three or four times upside, you know what? It's not going to pay off. You're lucky to get one guy with upside. So if you have one shot in your lineup this week and you're looking for upside, this guy could be it. All right, fair enough. The last guy I want to ask you about on this poll, Tony, is Manny Sanders. He's at 6,100. A quarter of the people are backing him. But before, earlier in the show, we talked about how the game script might be in favor of a guy like C.J. Anderson. I know your thesis is always like, listen, if they're up big, they had to get up big somehow. But here's yeah. the thing. I think I – think 13 points might be enough to win this game. I think I think 10 nothing might feel like 20 nothing in the middle of the third quarter in this one, Tone. I think though when you're a coach and you're up 13 nothing, you don't shut down your offense. Like you're an offensive coordinator, you got pride in your job. You're going to try to put up that score even if you know, even if you know the other team there's no way in hell they're going to score against my defense with Eli Manning and a bunch of guys that used to work at, you know, the supermarket. You still want to get the best out of your offense. You still right. want to prepare for the next game. You still want to be better than you were last week. So they're going to throw the ball a little. I think I could have interchanged either one of these guys, Emmanuel Sanders or Demarius Thomas. Sanders has a, a better matchup there. And we, we know, right? Eli Apple's been terrible. Right. right? DRC suspended. Prom- yeah. So someone, they got an opportunity here. Heck, one big play can get you 14, 15 points. Fair enough, fair enough. All right, Tony, but it looks like the people's lineup will need to have Jamison Crowder in as their wide-out three. Let's look at tight end right now, and the people are all over. Austin Safari and Jenkins at 4,300. The other options are Jordan Reed at 5,000. Evan Ingram, who I think is going to see a lot of targets. If you want to hear Tony and I talk about that, check out yesterday's edition of Lineup Lock Live. You got Travis Kelsey at 6,000, and then, like I said, 39% of the people in on ASJ as the Jets take gone the Patriots hey Tone let me ask you about Travis Kelsey because he practiced in full today right and yeah. so how do you treat this like because he, he would cost you six thousand dollars and even though he's like in the next stage of the protocol there is still some risk even if you want to put him in there's still some risk that he takes a big shot and misses the game you know in in mid-game how do you play a guy like this that has this injury cloud hover, hovering over especially with the price tag that he carries yeah, so this makes it tough for me in, in daily fantasy. I think to go that route, um, I'm surprised. He, I'm surprised he got back that quick though. So I think that he's going to be okay. I uh, think it's one of those things though. If you're in season long leagues, right, you have no other choice. You don't have another Travis right. Kelsey on your roster. You invested. You, you invested a high draft pick yeah. for him. You got to ride out with him. You got to ride out because it, God forbid he gets two touchdowns or right. you know eighty yards. You have him on your bench. You are going to mm-hmm. feel uh, terrible if you lose that game. No, so absolutely. I think it's season long to put it in. And when you play DFS, we have the whole league to choose from. 
I think he'd go elsewhere. All right, fair enough. But well, the people are going elsewhere, and they're going with Austin Safarian Jenkins at forty three hundred. Tony, this is another position where the guys I was debating for my own personal lineup, unfortunately, did not make the poll. So I want to hear if you think I'm crazy or not. I am saving a ton of money. We talked about one of them yesterday. You seem to like my man Austin Hooper in the middle of the field, yeah. especially if Sanu wasn't there. The other guy I want to throw out, who's also very cheap right now, is Zach Miller. It looked like Mitch Trubisky was going to get him some targets when they were playing. It sounds like you're uh, a little bit higher on Hooper than Miller, though. Yeah, because Mitch Trubisky, I felt bad. Like it was, I said it prior to the game that they shouldn't have put him in against this Minnesota defense right. for your first game. It's tough. And but now on the road to targets. Baltimore. <laughs> yeah, so he did have seven targets in that game. The touchdown was a touchdown that should have never right. been it there. Been right? the ball, it should have been a pick. So it's hard to like Zach Miller, but the, like you said, the targets are there. So I don't think it's a crazy play. Uh, Austin Hooper is a guy I do like with the situation there in Atlanta involving the wide receivers banged up. I think he's a guy that's certainly in play. And I got to tell you, the, the Jets thing is interesting to mm-hmm. me. Because I don't think the Patriots defense is as bad as they play the first four weeks. Okay. But you are what you are. Yep. Five weeks in a row, they let up 300 yards passing. Five weeks in a row. So we got Safarian Jenkins. There's got to be other guys that are going to catch the ball here. I mean, I've used Curse before. He's at 4800 bucks. So wait, Tony, why play. wasn't Josh McCown in any of our polls this week? Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to go I'm gonna right. go with this. Jermaine Curse, Robbie Anderson. Like, it's hard to distinguish which one you're going to play out of those two. I lean a little to Curse. Some other people look Robbie Anderson. And then you got all these guys. Nobody wants to do Josh McCowan because he doesn't even throw for 200 yards, never mind 300, and sometimes we overrate the matchup. So this is going to be a really interesting game. And when you look at Josh McCowan, he's $5,200, right? Mm-hmm. That's not that cheap when I think about it. Like, Deshaun Watson, 6700 I guess. You know what? I take it up. Yeah. I'm like, like, you know what? It's not enough. It's a huge risk. And to tell you the truth, I would go with Ben Roethlisberger at 5,700 instead of Josh McCollin. All right, fair enough, Tony. Let's talk defense real quick, okay? It looks like everybody is on the Broncos, and that looks to be the chalk with no wide receivers, bad offensive line. Von Miller could get five and a half sacks by himself. Tony, is there any reason? Maybe – let me ask you this. Would you be afraid of going with the Broncos because they might be, you know, 60%, 70% owned, or do you have to hop on as well? I'm not going to go with the Broncos, but I'm, it, it's not because there. It's just too much money to pay there, but okay. it could pay off. When you look at when you when you're in bigger tournaments, like when you look at the Millionaire Maker, and the one thing you're going to see every time in the Millionaire Maker is the guy that wins that got like 15 fantasy points from his defense from at minimum. Sometimes right. more of that. Like they get in the end zone there. Now, the real interesting one to me is the Jets. Because the New England Patriots have been getting sacked a ton. Right. Tom Brady's getting hit a ton. Right. So at 2,100, I think you get some fantasy points there. But you don't Even think the Patriots make points. a statement? Even if they give up 30 points, you're going on, you're going on the uh, Muhammad Wilkerson, Leonard Williams train to get pressure on Tom Brady against a, uh, an offensive line that is giving it up. 
and I, I'll, I'll pay twenty one hundred. I'll get eight fantasy points, and I'll and I'll be happy with that uh, because I, I think I could go that route. I think there are other interesting options that we're looking at here. Uh, you mentioned the whole Stravinsky thing, right? right. With Baltimore, mm-hmm. he looked like a rookie with a deer in the headlights. He's got and I, the kid's in a bad situation. There are no wide receivers there. If he don't throw the ball to Kendall Wright. There's no one there. It's Zach Miller. Like, I'm telling you, Tony, come on now. But listen, hey, Tony, regardless of if you want to go one way or the other, when you get your DFS lineup for week six, they got to go to dailyroto.com. They got to go to rotoexperts.com slash DKMS, okay? We're doing a collaboration with DKMS all season long. You could register for a free entry to our daily fantasy contest. If you win that, you go to week 17, and if you win that, you get tickets for two to Super Bowl 52 in Minnesota in early February. But more importantly, even if you lose that, you still win because you get to learn a little bit more about how you could help save a life that is struggling with blood cancer. You could be a blood match. You could be a bone marrow match. All you got to do is swab the inside of your mouth. You send it back, and they let you know if you might be a match for blood with someone struggling against this disease. And even if you lose at DFS, you can still win. Tony, I know we got to give out the people's lineup. We got to give out your lineup and mine when we come back let me know how we're doing in the break how much money we have on our budget what we can do for our flex play we'll make sure we pick the right flex for the people we'll give out tony Sincata's lineup and speeds the spitting statistician trying to get some cash in week six as well we'll be helping you out you can say he's just a friend but a friend that gets you money on a weekly basis is better than just a friend all right come on back we're gonna help you out for week six dane martinez and tony Sincata. Up Lock Live. DFS Lineup Lock, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. For the people, Tony, Drew Brees at 7,300, Deshaun Watson at 6,700, and Aaron Rodgers at 73. The love has gone crazy for Deshaun Watson. I've literally, on Twitter, I have people asking me, should I go with Deshaun Watson or Tom Brady in season-long rest of the year? Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers is getting a little bit carried away. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. FNTSY.com slash radio. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez and Tony Sincata. We're getting you ready for week six. Hey, Tony, it looks like we were able to fit everything into the people's budget. Tell us, uh, who should the people be cheering for this weekend in the post-pattern $8 tournament? So here we got it. Uh, people have Deshaun Watson at quarterback, Devonta Freeman, Kareem Hunt. I like their backfield there. Stacked that running Devontae back. Adams. Yep, Devontae Adams, Jamison Crowder, and DeAndre Hopkins. So nice. they're not that weak with Hopkins and Adams. Austin Safarian Jenkins at tight end. So we had to put a flex in with only $3,500 to spend. We have Austin Hooper. And the one change we had to make is we had to get the cheapest defense, the Jets, in uh, in that uh, offense with 2100 And then the people right there at zero, so they made it in under the 
under the under the number. Right, the people using every single dollar, including that Jets defense. I don't think that's horrible, Tone. The Jets always play the Pats tough, yeah. and the Jets defense has been good at home so far this season. But what everybody tunes in for, Tone, is your lineup at the Tony Sincata. Who are you going with to get some money in Week Six, Tony? You give out your DraftKings lineup, then I'll give out mine on over on FanDuel. I'm going with Drew Brees, a quarterback at $7,300 I'm going to pay uh, for Drew Brees. I think he's the safest option this week. I'm going to use Mark Ingram at running back. Like I said earlier in the show, you can go Ingram or Kamara uh, there. Uh, because of the touchdown upside, I'm going Ingram. I'm using DeMarco Murray on Monday night uh, in this game for 5200 I could use Duke Johnson um, in the Sunday game. So I could use Duke Johnson uh, for people in that one. So either one you want to use there. Taylor Gabriel at wide receiver, um, he's at $4,300, cheap play there. DeAndre Hopkins um, is a guy, 8100 in. Michael Thomas, 7300 I told you I was going to get both guys in. Austin Safarian Jenkins, I like him. I'm with the people. At flex, I have Devontae Adams, and I have the Patriots at defense against the Jets. So at receiver, I'm able to get Devontae Adams, Michael Thomas, and DeAndre Hopkins all in my lineup by going cheap at running back with either Ingram, Ingram or Kamara, and then Duke Johnson or Jamaka Murray. So I love the way I got it at wide receiver. It's interesting, Tony. The way you mentioned it, the people were spending up at running back. You are spending yeah. up at wide receiver, and I'm kind of splitting the difference. Here's my lineup over on FanDuel. Like you, Tony, I've got Drew Brees as my quarterback. His FanDuel price is 8600 Highest total on the board, Drew Brees after a bye at home. My running backs, I told you, I got Todd Gurley in this matchup against Jacksonville, I think. Think that McVeigh is not going to be stupid and understand that Gurley is the weapon that he needs in that game. I'm partnering him with Mark Ingram as a lower price play. He's only 5,900 on FanDuel, so give me Gurley and Ingram at running back. My wide receivers, because I have Drew Brees, I'm stacking him with Michael Thomas. I also have Adam Thielen, especially after that news around Stephon Diggs. I got Michael Thomas, Adam Thielen, and my third wideout is in that $6,000 range. I'm going Pierre Garcon against his former. Former team back in Washington. At tight end, I had to spend a little bit less, so I'm going with my guy, Austin Hooper. You had Tyler Gabriel. I have Austin Hooper. I think it's going to be somebody not named Julio Jones that gets in the end zone for Atlanta. I'm going with your theory, Tony, of like the Alshon Jeffrey, you know, like with Philly, you went with the other guys. I'm going with yes. Hooper. You're going with Gabriel and give me the Denver Broncos defense, even though they're at the pri- top of the price chart. Tony, you know I like someone in Sunday night, and I think that that the Giants are going to struggle. I think Denver's going to get a ton of sacks. Eli Manning in the fetal position in the same exact footprint that his older brother used to get in the fetal position on Sunday night. What do you think? Uh, I think it's horrible listening to a guy from New York uh, basically getting excited that the Giants are about to take the biggest beatdown in Sunday Night Football I'm a Jets fan, Tony. I'm a Jets fan. (laughs) That's why I'm talking about the Jets being tough outs at home, even though I'm holding an under ticket for the win total on the year. But I digress. Hey, Tony, I'll see you in the 10 o'clock hour Sunday morning. We'll see if we get any extra injury news about that Browns uh, Texans game. So uh, 11th hour news with Tony and Dane on Lineup Lock Live Sunday edition. We'll see you after the weekend. Get that money.